Hey, it's Dr. Marissa Lee Naismith here, and I'm so honored to be sharing today's solo round episode with you. Learn how to increase your levels of focus, productivity, confidence, energy, and feel fulfilled in every area of your life. Because as singers, our whole body is our instrument and our instrument echoes how we feel physically, mentally and emotionally. So don't wait any longer. Take charge and optimize your instrument now. Remember that to sing is more than just learning about how to use the voice. It's about a voice and beyond. Without further ado, let's go to today's episode. How often do you start your teaching day feeling tired, stressed and dreading having to turn up just because you feel that you're not ready to face the day as yet? Do you find that you're feeling burnt out and maxed out even before you've started teaching your very first student? Are you lacking the mental focus and the energy you need to best serve your students and to deliver the highest quality of teaching you can possibly deliver? Did you know that the way you start up your morning is how you set up the tone for your whole day? In this episode, I'm going to share with you some ideas on how you can win back your life, upgrade your happiness, feeling of aliveness and be more present, productive and energized as you serve your students each and every day just by making some changes to your morning routine can't wait to share this episode with you and help you be the best version of yourself as a teacher and role model in your singing voice community. I'm here to tell you that yes, you can absolutely have a choice in how you show up and you can choose to make changes to your morning routine that will set you up for a brilliant day. Okay, let's think about this. Brilliant and purposeful days turn into brilliant and purposeful weeks. Those weeks turn into months and those months turn into years. And before you know it, you've led a brilliant and purposeful life. Or the other option, and this is the one that we don't want, is that we can choose to begin our days, weeks and months with a morning routine that will only set us up with a negative mindset for the day. And before we know it, our lives have flown us by and we've wasted the opportunity to live our best lives and align ourselves with our purpose and our passion. You may very well be one of those people who that unknowingly by waking up and just by wasting precious time on social media, consuming fake news that you are setting yourself up for failure for that day because this kind of behavior when you first wake up makes you feel reactive and puts you in a bad mood. Well, that's what it does for me anyway. Did you know that the most influential, successful and prominent men and women of the world are early risers? A study of 300 most successful people revealed that the one thing they all had in common was that they were early risers and were part of a 5am club. For those of you who don't know about the 5am club, it's a concept that was started by Robin Sharma, a legendary leadership and elite performance expert. This concept was created by Sharma over 20 years ago to help his clients maximize their productivity, activate their best health and bulletproof their serenity 
in an age of overwhelming complexity and for many of us, anxiety. So it's a step-by-step method where you wake up at 5 a.m., which are the quietest hours of the morning. So you have time for 20 minutes of exercise, 20 minutes of self-renewal, and 20 minutes of study or personal growth. Okay, I can hear the gasps from many of you as this early wake-up time may be a little overwhelming, especially for those of us in the voice community and especially for those of us who are voice teachers and more so for those of us who have had a performance career or have come from a performance background. Personally, I can unashamedly say that during my performance career, I became a nocturnal creature and it wasn't unusual for me to go to bed beyond 5am and this happened morning after night after morning after night. I didn't see the light of day for months at a time. I understand that for many of us who have been teaching all day, Some of us have families. We come home after a long day at work to tend to the needs of others. We cook dinner, throw on the washing, and after doing the clearing up after dinner, we finally get to read the multitude of emails that we couldn't get to during our teaching day. And then the only time we have to relax is late at night after everyone in the household has gone to bed. I know this is the case, as I will often find an email from a colleague sitting in my inbox that was sent after 2 a.m. Yes, for most of us in the singing profession, waking up at 5 a.m. may be a big ask. And there's no denying that we are indeed creatures of habit. Making change is the hard choice and continuing on as you are is easy. Our minds and bodies are dependent on stimulants, actions and patterns that have come to define who we are. Our habits are our security blankets surrounding us in their constant and reliable presence and the comfort of familiarity. However, as humans, our brains have neuroplasticity, which allows the neurons or the nerve cells in the brain to adjust their activities in response to new situations or changes in their environment. In other words, our brains have the ability to adapt and take the habit out of our lives the same way we put one into our lives, freeing us of the unconscious and in some cases, the detrimental patterns that habits cause. It's been scientifically proven that it takes hmm, 66 days of practice for us to form any new habit that we want to create for ourselves and to transform that habit into default behavior. Therefore, with patience and perseverance, we can replace those old negative morning patterns that don't serve us with new ones that are positive and that can help us set up our day to create more positive outcomes. As I stated earlier, the most successful, influential and prominent business persons, leaders and elite athletes rise at 5am. This is because it's the time of day in most places before the sun rises. There's no one else up in the household and we have the time to focus on ourselves. I wanted to learn how to set up my day where I could feel more energized and my student at the end of the day was receiving the same standard of teaching as my very first student. When you think about it, 
your last student doesn't get a discount because you're having a slump in energy or you're having that mid-afternoon brain fog. You owe every student your very best work, irrespective of what time of the day they have their lesson. For me, I also wanted to go to work with a positive mindset where I felt that I could be a role model for my students and I wanted to lead my voice community. I wanted to take better care of myself and be in the best shape possible so I could have a healthy body and a healthy mind so that my vocal instrument was finely tuned at all times, irrespective of what time of the day it was. Personally, if I'm teaching an eight-hour day and have two hours of travel to and from work, I need to plan the night before. And I find breaking my morning up into three 10-minute segments works really well. So I took the 2020-20 strategy of the 5am club and modified it to suit what worked best for me. And I can tell you it's been life-changing. So how did I do that? First 20 minutes is spent exercising or for some, even moving would be amazing. Motion is lotion. Well, at least that's what my osteopath Nathan tells me and I have to agree with him. As it turns out, I'm not the only one who believes this. Just go and read the science. Singing is a whole body experience and our whole body is our instrument, right? Therefore, as voice teachers and singers, our physical condition needs to be considered. If we have kinks in our bodies, those kinks are not going to disappear when we get up to sing. And you'll be modeling to your students and singing with a kink in your system. Sometimes I may wake up with a little niggle somewhere in my body from sleeping in a weird position or an uncomfortable position and my neck might be hurting or I have a dull headache. And I find that after I've done just 10 minutes of some kind of movement, my aches and pains magically disappear always without exception. I plank each morning for six minutes and if you don't know what a plank is, I suggest you look it up on YouTube. But basically it's an isometric core strength exercise and what I love about it is that you can do it anywhere and you don't need any kind of special equipment. All you need is your body and I break it up by holding the plank for three minutes with a few minutes break and then do another set of three minutes. This is really challenging, I have to admit, and I've had to build up to this over a period of time. And I mean, that works for me. But whatever you decide to do for your morning routine exercise, or let's call it movement, you may require to do the same. It is okay to do that. We are not here to break world records. It's just about gentle movement. I'm not going to tell you what you should do here, but just try to get up and move and stretch, bounce, walk, swim, ride a bike, do some kind of yoga. Just do anything that is going to activate your body first thing in the morning. All these things are so important to increasing your frequency and to becoming a role model for your students. The second 20 minutes is spent meditating. This can mean so many different things to different people. And for me, I think of meditation as a way of catching a breath in life. You need to have the mental energy to deliver your best teaching, to stay focused and to feel vibrant and energized from the start of your day till the end of your day. 
We all struggle from mental fatigue and lack of mental focus. We all get tired at times and we're all worried about our overall health. And meditation helps us get back to our high performance mindset and physical health. It is about deep breathing and using the breath to calm the mind. And there is no wrong or right way to meditate. How you achieve this tranquil frame of mind is so individual. For some people, it can be by going for a walk along the beach. For others, it can be sitting in a park. Look, no matter what it is, how you do this, this step in the morning routine cannot be skipped. To be perfectly honest, I used to think that meditation was weird. And it was for hippies that ran around hugging trees and letting the hair grow under their arms and were a bit, mm, I don't know, a little bit eccentric. I did not think that this was for me, for someone who had an academic brain and I thought I was a rational thinker. Meditation was something that I thought was way beyond anything that I thought was something normal to do. But you know what? I've discovered that it's become so important for me to meditate every morning. I usually meditate for around 15 to 20 minutes during the week and 25 minutes on the weekend when I have a little bit more time. And I can't say that I'm good at it. My mind still wanders and sometimes I don't get into the zone to the last few minutes of the meditation. But I can tell you at the end of it, I feel amazing. It does help me to recalibrate each morning and remove any residual emotional baggage or stress from the previous day. Did you know that according to research, we have between 50,000 to 60,000 thoughts per day and these don't leave us. When we carry these over into the new day, we can get in the way of our being our best selves and that prevents us from achieving successful and positive outcomes. Tranquility has been described as the new modern day luxury and it comes at no cost in the serenity of those early hours of the morning. The second 20 minutes of our mornings should be spent recalibrating our mindset for the new day ahead. And I'm here to tell you that my days are far more productive and I can now experience the bliss that comes from serving others by starting the day refreshed and invigorated. So your third 20 minutes should be spent doing some kind of personal development or planning, or it's a time for you to invest in your personal growth. It's a time for you to be grateful, to study how to become your best self in your best life. It's a time you can be journaling. You can listen to podcasts by some amazing thought leaders such as Jay Shetty, Brendan Bouchard, Brené Brown, Lewis Howes. Look, there are so many of them. Or Maybe just go and read one of their books for 20 minutes. But whatever you do, invest in your best life. For me, I choose to write in a gratitude journal every morning before I go to work. And my journal is broken up into three sections. And I start off by writing things that I want to let go of on that day, things that aren't going to serve me. These things can be things such as anxiety, stress, self-doubt, 
negativity, basically anything that I think is going to hold me back from achieving my goals for that day or living to my full potential. It's about acknowledging these feelings or behaviors and then letting them go, not allowing them to take over. Next, I write about seven things that I'm grateful for that happened the previous day. They don't need to be elaborate. They can just be simple things. And this can really force you to think, especially if your day sucked and especially in the midst of this pandemic, when at times there is not much we have to be grateful for. But just look deep inside of you. Look outside your window and think of things that bring you joy. These can be the smell of the rain. It can be the green grass, the blue sky, the sense of community that you have around you, your friends, your family, your loved ones. When you think of all these things, you realize that your life is not so bad. Then lastly, I set my intentions for the day. I think about what I have on for that day and how I want my day to go. In other words, what do I need to focus on that day for me to have a productive, joyous day? In terms of personal development, well, I usually do that in the car. I travel for up to 13 hours per week to work and spend that time listening to the great thought leaders that I mentioned earlier. This really works for me. So while I'm driving, I'm not focused on the long car ride home, but I consume valuable life-changing information. Now, imagine if you spent at least 10 hours per week on personal growth and development. Do you think that would make a change to your life? I can tell you it has really changed mine. I feel I have discovered a whole new way of thinking about my life and I'm totally addicted to it. Some of you may still be skeptical about getting up early in the morning and I can honestly say that 5am was way too early for me. So I started by waking up a half an hour earlier. So instead of waking up at 6.30am, I started waking up at 6am. And I can tell you the first day I did this, I was tired. My eyes were bloodshot and my body felt like I had not slept at all the night before. It was excruciating, but I managed to get through my teaching day. Then Tuesday rolled round and at 6am, once again, I got up when my alarm went off and again, I crawled out of my bed and again, it was painful. And this day I felt even more exhausted all day. My body ached even more and it was made worse by having to teach 16 private students. It was only then that I had a realization. I had that aha moment, that is that if I was waking up a half an hour earlier than I normally did, then I needed to be going to bed a half an hour earlier. And once this obvious fact sunk in, I went to bed at 10 p.m. instead of 10.30 p.m. And that made a huge difference. So when Wednesday morning rolled around, I felt fantastic. I woke up, I felt normal and didn't feel like I was crawling out of my bed. I managed to get through the whole day without feeling tired. Well, okay, maybe just a little bit tired, but hey, I was still getting used to the new routine. Now I get up at 5am my work days and I feel amazing. 
So for the sake of your quality of life, the way you show up and the outcomes you want for your students, I urge you to find some kind of morning ritual of movement, meditation and personal development that works for you and your lifestyle. Don't waste time. Try it today. You've got nothing to lose except however many number of years not feeling at your best and not living your best life. You are unique. You are different. So find something that works for you. It doesn't need to be a 5 a.m. wake up call and it doesn't need to be an hour spent doing this 20-20-20 rule customize and carve out a routine that you can manage, one that makes you feel good and you do this every day. Make that promise to yourself that you will take the time for self-care and don't break that promise. You can simply try what I've suggested, then maybe tweak it in a way that's going to make you feel more energized. You can choose how you are going to awaken your senses and, and how do you come alive every morning. Keep that promise to yourself to do this. Learn the simple discipline of this morning routine and this practice will help you in all areas of your life as well as helping the students you serve who are going to benefit from this change. This is time for you to experience your best life. Remember that singing is a higher form of self-expression, not just in song, but in life. It's not just about a voice. It's not just about your voice. It's about a voice and beyond. Hey, I hope you enjoyed this episode of A Voice and Beyond. Now is an important time for all of us to spread positivity and empowerment in our Singing Voice community. It's time for you to invest in your own self-care, personal growth and education. Use every day as an opportunity to learn and to grow so you can show up for your students feeling energized, empowered and ready to deliver your best. Be the best role model and mentor you can possibly be and watch your students thrive as you do. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please make sure to share it with a friend or a colleague who you think will be inspired by this. Copy and paste the link and share it with the people you think will enjoy listening to this show. Please share it on social media and use the hashtag A Voice and Beyond. If you would like to help me, please rate and review this podcast and cheer me on by clicking the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts right now. I would love to know what it is you enjoyed the most about this episode and what was the biggest takeaway for you. I promise you there are many episodes to follow as I'm committed to bringing you more inspiration and conversations just like this one. I'd like to finish up with my final thoughts. Remember that to sing is more than just learning how to use the voice. As singers, our whole body is the instrument and our bodies echo what we feel physically, mentally and emotionally. So singing is not just about the voice. It's about a voice and beyond. Please take care of yourself and I look forward to your company next time.